0: Ozark Highlands Radio is brought to you by the Ozark Folk Center State Park in Mountain View, Arkansas. A wonderful way to enjoy yesterday. On the web at ozarkfolkcenter.com. And by Stone Bank, a community bank supporting entrepreneurs and farmers nationwide, with loans guaranteed by the USDA, SBA, and Farm Services Agency. Learn more at stonebank.com. And the Arkansas Arts Council, empowering the arts for the benefit of all Arkansans. On the web at (laughs) ArkansasArts.org.
1: Howdy, folks. This is Dave Smith, host of Ozark Highlands Radio. Welcome to our show. This week, we're heading off on a different tack to explore songs of outlaw country music icons, Billy Don Burns and his protege, Josh Morningstar, recorded live at the Ozark Folk Center State Park in Mountain View, Arkansas. Down in the vault, Mark Jones has found an archival recording of Ozark original Uncle Floyd Holland performing the traditional tune Nellie Gray. And author, folklorist, and songwriter Charlie Sandage describes the Ozark experience of famed song collector Alan Lomax. All that this week on Ozark Highlands Radio. ¶¶ As country music moved towards a more slick, commercial Nashville sound in the 1970s, some of its most notable artists bucked the trend. Influential country musicians such as Willie Nelson and Waylon Jennings fought back against the major studios and won the right to record their music the way they wanted. With its roots in blues, honky-tonk, rockabilly, and rock and roll, outlaw country has become a musical genre all its own. In Stone County, Arkansas, we have a legendary outlaw singer-songwriter right here in our community. Since the early days of Outlaw Country, Billy Don Burns has been a go-to songwriter for artists like Willie Nelson and Waylon Jennings. Now in his 70s, Billy Don is still at it, crisscrossing the country on his Harley Davidson while producing hit songs recorded by country music legacy Shooter Jennings, rising country music star Cody Jenks, and many others. Let's start this episode of Ozark Highlands Radio with Billy Don's protege Josh Morningstar. An up-and-coming country music outlaw, Josh has also had hit songs recorded by Cody Jinks.
2: Of his in it to play. Mr. John Cash, the trash a hotel room just about every other day. When the Posse got to drinking and blowing a cocaine, he walk around talking like Donald Duck. What? All the my heroes fight the same credo, oh, we don't really give up. F- There's plenty of us out trying to fill them shoes, but that's a whole lot of crazy. you gotta live up to, but to, do they say that way more pay more than $1,500 every single week. So he could go and love women, write songs for friends didn't want to have to ever go to sleep. Look out, some crazy tiny young got a gun anyway from it Brown. They put him on trial up in Ohio for five whole years. And went down. All these stories that tell them true and that's a whole lot of crazy that you gotta live up to. I've always been crazy. Now I think I'm going insane. No, if ands or maybe's, my country heroes are blind and shine. They will be a Dr. Miller liked to get filled up, then start to fill up every woman at the bar. Oh, keep with the drank, fed the whiskey, and then he did hit the Dickerson Pike, race in his car. Merle might have been a random man, was a gambler man, understand man, like cards, wouldn't go play shows, having big snow, stay home, duck the lone sharks. Women, guns, money, drugs, bills, booze, and that's a whole lot of crazy that you gotta live up to.
0: When did, uh, when did he, Josh, first come on your radar? How long have you been knowing him? I'd say seven, eight years ago, or was Something it like longer than that? I don't know how flies. Man. Yeah, probably about eight years ago. Josh, is it safe to say this is a little bit of like, uh, if I can use the metaphor, kind of like uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Luke Skywalker kind of thing? Yes, sir. Is very that legit? Much,
2: very much so, uh, yes. Tell indeed. me about
0: that. Uh, I look at Billy Don as,
2: as not only my mentor, but my big brother is. I have three favorite songwriters, Hank Williams, Chris Kristofferson, and, and Billy Don. And to get to sit under that learning tree for as long as I have now is is one of the coolest things that has
0: happened to me. Well, what were the circumstances uh, that put you guys in the same room face-to-face he was for playing, the first time? He was playing in Nashville, and I drove
2: down from Maryland to see him, and uh, I gotten one of his songs tattooed across my chest, uh, I don't know, Six months before, or something like that. So I just walked up to him on stage and opened my shirt up, and there was his song tattooed
3: on my And, chest. and Well, that's a rough song, too. I thought, damn, this
4: kid, he's real, but you know what, <laughs> he's, what he's heading into there.
2: that threw up inside the band why well, I me mean, and Bunch the back left and Travis fought the drummer in the band it's worth it when they sing along but most time you just do Fixed pieces of a broken southwestern eight desert
0: you guys would fall into what folks call outlaw country um what do you guys think about that moniker and is it legit and uh, what's the deal with that well that was uh, the term outlaw country
2: came from uh back in the late 60s and 70s uh you know you guys like bobby bear and waylon jennings were signed to major record labels and back then uh, the producers and the labels, they told you what studios you were going to record in, uh, what musicians you were going to use, just everything on down the line. All the records sounded one way. And uh, guys like Bobby Bobby Bear and Waylon uh, stood up and wanted to use their own bands and make their records the way that they wanted to. And because that's where the term outlaw country came from. Uh, I guess these days it applies to anyone that is making music their own way, I guess. I don't don't know how you define it these days.
3: Sometimes it's it's overused
2: too. Oh yeah, yes sir. more than else. Mr. and Mrs. all by herself. This half single life like an old pair of shoes. It just don't fit quite like it used to. And a friend. get going no more kiss back till death do us part. another part of me die together applause for one and only Mr. Billy Don burns up after me.
1: been listening to Outlaw Country singer-songwriter Josh Morningstar performing three of his original songs, Whole Lotta Crazy, One Night Stand, and Together Alone. Josh finished that set with a song by the great Towns Van Zandt, White Freightliner. Let's take a short break right now. When we come back, I'll be making my weekly trip down to the vault to visit the ever effervescent Mr. Mark Jones. This is Ozark Highlands Radio. Welcome back to Ozark Highlands Radio. About every week at this time, we like to go down and visit Mark Jones, who keeps our tremendous collection of recordings we've got that were recorded uh, over the years here at the Ozark Folk Center. Let's, Let's go down to the vault and see what's going on down there. Hey, Mark, what's going on down
5: here? Oh, Dave, not much. I'm just looking through all this. You know, there's so much stuff down here a feller could spend days and days and not see it all.
1: I believe that's true. you got boxes and boxes of stuff here.
5: Got stuff everywhere.
1: I know that a lot of this was recorded on old reel-to-reel tapes years ago, and they didn't know it at the time, but they found out that those reel-to-reel tapes kind of uh, melt together after a while. And uh, when uh, Elliot Hancock and some buddies of his started to convert those reel-to-reel tapes to digital, they had to pop those tapes in the oven and actually cook them a little bit to get them to come apart.
5: Actually, uh, I was kind of involved in cooking some of uh... <laughs> Uh, My wife and I, we had a studio set up at our house, and we would take some of the reels home. And there was a certain uh, section of years where, for some reason, all the tape oxidized and stuck together. And what you had to do was put it in a convection oven and heat it up to a certain temperature, and it would turn loose. Hmm. And then you had about one run all the way through, and hopefully you got it. And, uh, you know, we did get most of it. Some of it we lost. But the shows were recorded every night for years, ever since 1973. And, and uh, you know, I was digging through, looking at some of that. And uh, it just... It, it amazes me how much, how much material is here. What have you picked out for us this week? Well, Dave, you know, there was a fella that I met when I first came down here, and he just amazed me. He was like 82-year-old or something when I met him. And uh, such a nice gentleman. His, uh, his name was Floyd Holland.
1: Uh, Yeah, I remember Uncle Floyd very well. He lived out of Fox, where I live. In fact, the Holland family settled in Fox back before the Civil War, and there's still a bunch of Hollands there today. Uncle Floyd, I remember very well. He played the five-string banjo. He was a frailer or a claw hammer banjo player, like you are, and uh, he didn't weigh probably 100 pounds, and uh, he... Started probably It was probably about 1973 when he was 82 years old because he was still playing here at the Folk Center when he passed away in his mid-90s.
5: Yeah, he was amazing. When I first came down here, I enjoy cutting up and joking with people and all that. And I realized I could talk to Uncle Floyd and cut up with him. And I walked up to him, and I looked at him, and I said, Uncle Floyd... This town ain't big enough for me and you both. (laughs) Dave, he just grinned at me and looked up, said, I'll help you pack.
4: (laughs)
1: That sounds like Uncle Floyd. In fact, just about every time he was on here at the Folk Center, he told some kind of old corny joke before he would do a song or play a tune. He was full of jokes. What tune have you got for us this week? Dave, this is an old instrumental,
5: and it's named... My darling Nellie Gray. Let's put it
1: on and listen to. It. <laughs> That brings back memories of Uncle Floyd Holland, that's for sure. We still miss him today, don't we?
5: We sure do. He was, a, he was a gooder.
1: Well, thanks a lot, Mark. I'll see you next week. Thank you, Dave. Before we get to the music of local boy Billy Don Burns, let's hear one more from Josh Morningstar. Josh is a small-town boy that originally hails from Funkstown, Maryland. His small-town charm is evident in the way that he weaves his stories of his life into his music. Here he sings another of his originals a song about the mysterious death of the wives of Jerry Lee Lewis.
2: Uh... I'm a big fan of Jerry Lee Lewis. Um, well... I should be more specific. I'm a big fan of the music of Jerry Lee Lewis. Uh... Huh. Jerry Lee's a person is a wild man, which, well, you, know, you know, I don't judge people, teach their own, but... Uh, There is some evidence, if you look into it, that Jerry Lee might have maybe been involved in the deaths of his fourth and fifth wives. I mean, I guess that's something that happens to people twice. (laughs) But I heard that story, and I was like, well, hey, that's a song. It goes like this, called Jerry Lee. (laughs) You know, they say... You could kill your wife and people will forgive you, but you can never kill your mama, is what I hear. First cousin, touched by the devil, paranoid, hellraiser. F. Chuck Berry, I'm the real trailblazer. People always staring like you're scared of me. For the record, they ought to be. I'm Jerry Lee, Jerry Lee. Hip-hopper On my hands This sort of thing Might have had before But that bad girl Ain't bad no more I know I'm needy Sometimes jealous I'm larger than life, baby I can't help it She knew what would happen If she tried to leave Nobody walks out on me I'm Jerry Lee Jerry Lee Hillbilly insanity Tickling teens and ivories Praise the Lord Elvis die. I'm Jerry Lee Rest in peace, Jenna Cunsbury, and a god speeds in grave, bossify. Oh, seven wives, seven dead sins, four of my die coincidence. This old old family, no evidence. Cause and effect of messing with Jerry Lee. Jerry Lee. Inconclusive autopsy. Who up, where, why? It's a mystery, but it's all all alright. I'm Jerry Lee around round here take care of me they wouldn't they try to pin on me and my great balls of fire i sang great balls of fire still singing great balls of fire thank you all very much billy don burns up next So about eight years ago, uh, I met this next gentleman, and uh, things have never been the same since. <laughs> there are few people in this world that, in my opinion, can write a better song than this next gentleman. There are few people in this world that mean more to me than this next gentleman, and it is always an honor and a privilege to bring to the stage the one and only Billy Don Burns.
3: I need a shot of Dylan I need a shot of Jack I need a dose of old Hank Williams And the man in black I need a shot of morphine Something strong and real Something keep me going Something for how I feel I don't know for sure what I need I need something real Can't listen to the radio, it don't sue my soul It's like everything is plastic everywhere I go People in the bars, they just want to cheat and drink Nobody wants to listen, nobody wants to think I don't know for sure what I need I need something real I need something real Don't. music too. They worry about my habit Santa Cruz
0: about the sort of current generation uh, Josh Morningstar uh, is a good friend of yours obviously a great collaborator I think it's fair to say you're a bit of you're
3: a mentor to him um, I had a band and we were playing 2nd Avenue downtown Nashville which is a happening place all down in there you know and uh, he drove down from Maryland and coming up stage and pulled his shirt open and had one of my songs tattooed on his chest And uh, so I liked him right off, you know. And now if you see him, he's got Motel Madness right here, which is another one of my songs. I carried him all over the country. Three or four years, we worked quite a bit together. And then uh, when he got that number one on Cody Jenks, I called him and I said, Hey, man, congratulations on your number one. And he said, Man, if it wasn't for you, Cody Jenks wouldn't know who I am. And I said, I like that story, Josh. Keep telling it. (laughs) <laughs> That's good. You know, I'm going to do a song. I haven't done this in quite a while. 1974, my, I got my first song recorded. and Your first one's a big one. Uh, it's uh, like it never feels that good again. You know, like uh, we'd been down in Mississippi playing a gig, and I was writing for Mel Tillis' publishing company, and we got back to town, and and I was hanging around the office, and, and uh, Wayne Walker was a great writer, too. He said, hey, man, I got your... Be All Right in Arkansas recorded. Uh, I said, who cut it? And he said, Connie Smith. He said, I believe it's out. So man, I jumped my car, run down to Tug Record Shop, and I buy the album, ripped it open. There was my name on it. It was never that big again. That was the biggest it ever was on the, you know. But uh, here's my song I wrote. You know, we used to pick cotton sometimes. Uh, and We'd go down south. They didn't grow it up here, I don't reckon. I'll be alright in Arkansas. Born in Arkansas, Mississippi River at my back door. If that black land was the doggone rich, i come the worst poor. Pick that cotton in daytime with pick guitar at night. Dad said, son, keep on picking. Everything's gonna be alright. Be alright in Arkansas we'll have shoes for school new clothes to go to the fair next fall be all right in arkansas everything gonna be all right in arkansas seemed like every year something would happen to the cotton crop drought didn't wipe us out then there were rains that wouldn't stop clouds came up that morning river came up that night Dad said, Pack up the pickup truck, but everything's gonna be alright. Be alright in Arkansas. Everything's gonna be alright in
4: Arkansas.
3: We stayed away till the river went down, then we went back home. That black land was just black mud, and all that cotton was gone. Can't forget how Daddy looked that day, I seen him cry. Said next year, everything's gonna be all right. Gonna be all right in Arkansas. We'll have shoes for school and new clothes, too, and go to the fair next fall. Be all right in Arkansas. Everything's gonna be all right in Arkansas. Yeah, thank you, folks. But what keeps you coming back to Arkansas? well one one thing is is my mother she's an old folks home but um if if i outlive mama i'll probably move to arizona because I, I love to ride out there and i love the Sonoran desert
0: conversely you come back to arkansas we got a lot of water oh this <laughs>
3: right. this is paradise uh it's just that it, you know everything changes like and one thing about playing music, man, I got I got friends everywhere, you know. I've got lots of Arizona friends, uh um, and thank you for having me on, man. Uh Man, you bet. Uh I really it makes me feel good that that I, to do something in Mountain View, you know. because uh, uh it's where I'm from. Yeah. And thanks to you, man, I played the The Folk Center I've heard about for years, you know. Oh, we're glad.
0: I was thrilled to have you. Just keep up the good
3: work, buddy. Thank you, you, brother. Son, you better listen up. what I have to say. Traveling down the road, that ain't the right way. Path of the Prince of Darkness, Satan's interstate. Boy, don't go down the lost I don't mind a waste time's how he turns you around Traveling down the road, might not get back out Busy not to ride, sometimes you die and get lost in the maze Boy, don't go, dive a highway. highway. would be a danger sign to tell what's on the road It's the devil's picture, paint it what you want
1: You've been listening to some original songs by Country Music Outlaw and Stone County, Arkansas native, Billy Don Burns. At the beginning of that set, we heard Josh Morningstar's spooky song called Jerry Lee. And then three originals written and performed by Billy Don Burns. Something Real, Be Alright in Arkansas, and Devil's Highway. We'll be hearing more from Billy Don later in the show. But after this short break, guest host Charlie Sandage will explore the tremendous impact on American folk music made by song catcher Alan Lomax. You're listening to Ozark Highlands Radio. Welcome back to Ozark Highlands Radio. Our friend Charlie Sandage is a gifted author, songwriter, and folklorist. In this episode, Charlie describes the Ozark journey of famed folk song collector Alan Lomax.
6: Sing anything, sing anything at what the people say. A long song, a short song to pass the time away. A love song, a comic song, oh, play me something, sing, sing something, sing something new, oh, yes, sing anything. That's Neil Morris, father of Jimmy Driftwood, recorded in 1959 in Tembo, Arkansas, by folklorist, collector, and promoter Alan Lomax during his Southern Journey recording tour that took him from Appalachia to the Ozarks and from Southern Mountains to Seacoast and bios. Volume 7 of the 13-CD set of recordings from this remarkable venture was done in and around Stone County, Arkansas, the present-day home of the Ozark Folk Center State Park, in Mountain View. In his liner notes, Lomax said that he found in the Arkansas Ozarks music that reflected a new folk culture, combining northern topical song tradition, the British ballad romance, and the lonesome banjo picking strain of the southern mountains. He found new songs, new additions to old songs, and a freewheeling attitude about instrumentation that let in influences from beyond the eastern seaboard and its nearby Uplands. Always tow you on the back and never borrow lender steel And always eat your whole cake of Indian cornmeal Always treat the ladies kind never kiss them on the sly Big pig, a little pig Root hog or die Sing anything, sing anything Lomax's Southern Journey recording of Alameda Rudel helped launch her toward a bit of stardom among serious folk music appreciators of the time. She later performed coast to coast at festivals and universities. Her rendition of the Titanic is an example of a topical song, relating an event in this case, and she does it in a traditional unaccompanied ballad style.
7: On the seventeenth day of April In 1912, a ship by the name of Titanic from Liverpool sailed with great swell. She was headed for New York City with a cargo of wealth untold. Oh, she ran into an iceberg and sank in the water so cold.
6: Almeida couldn't recall where she had first heard this version. It was unlike others, including the one written and recorded by the Carter family. It's something of a morality tale with glitz, revelry, wealth, and presumptuousness meeting a predictable ending.
7: While the mighty she was sinking in that cold, dark icy sea. The last the band was heard to play was nearer, my God, to thee.
6: Turning to that lonesome, banjo-picking strain Lomax spoke of, he found a classic practitioner and bookmiller shannon bookmiller epitomized the ozark style of frailing banjo in his own exuberant way here's lomax's recording of his buffalo gals According to Lomax's account, he got this recording when Shannon dropped in on a session in the Timbo, Arkansas home of another banjo player and singer, Oscar Gilbert, and his wife, Ollie, yet another ballad singer and player. Ollie would survive her husband to gain her own measure of recognition with an encyclopedic repertoire of traditional ballads that she would mix in for collectors with whatever song she heard on the radio that caught her ear. Lomax had no problem identifying her Lord Batemans as Ollie's personal reading of a British classic, somehow placing the title character in the state of Georgie.
7: There was a man in the state of Georgie And he did live to a high degree But he could never live contented Until he'd take on the voyage on the sea he sailed east and he sailed west and he sailed till he came to the Turkish shore, and there he's caught and put in prison. No hopes of freedom anymore. The jailer had one only daughter, and she's as fair as fair could be. She stole the keys of father's prison. Sing this, Lord Bates, when I'll set free.
4: It wasn't
6: unusual for Lomax and other collectors to find unexplainable twists in Ozark renditions of Appalachian or British ballads. They had, after all, passed through hundreds of ears and mouths, recollections and renditions by the time they reached here. But the predictable story in this ballad played out with castles, voyages, unrequited love, and heartbreak. Later on, we'll follow Alan Lomax's southern journey tour of Arkansas-Stone County as he turns to the instrument at the heart of old-time string bands, the fiddle.
1: Thanks, Charlie. Let's get back to more Outlaw Country music from Billy Don Burns. Billy Don is one of the few remaining original Outlaw Country music singer-songwriters. This long and hard road paved with a honky-tonk reality has taken him from Stone County, Arkansas and around the world, touring for the past 50 years. Johnny Paycheck, Willie Nelson, Connie Smith, Mel Tillis, and Sammy Kershaw have recorded his songs. A few artists that have recently recorded his songs are Cody Jinks, Coulter Wall, and Whitey Morgan. I'm going to close out this week's show with four more original songs written and performed by Billy Don Burns.
3: Remember what your mama used to say I don't go Devil's Highway.
0: With back then they just call your dad
3: say, Hey get, you, you gotta rope this boy in a little bit. Yeah. Well uh, you know the, the sheriff, I knew something on the sheriff too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sheriff Jack's story, I am you know, he was a friend of my daddy's and I might have told you the story I run him one night. I had a fifty five Ford Crown Victoria and and Jack got after me. He had a sixty one Chevrolet uh, six of them, that big red light on top, and I thought, I'm gonna outrun him, and I took off and got that way out around Timbo and hid behind some big gas tanks or something. Oh, Jake, he'd come through that light going, kept going Timbo, and then I went back home that way, you know, and I got home, Daddy said, Jack Stewart called, said, you outrun him tonight, and I said, he, I said, I did, Dad, and he said, why'd you do that for? And I said, I don't know, Dad. Uh, I, I just did. And of course, I was my daddy's favorite, so I didn't get in a lot of trouble, but... That's a great story. I love that. And you're, and, uh, <laughs> but that was, that was all it was to it back then. Now it'd be a big deal, wouldn't it? Right, right. You know, you're exactly right. This song that uh, old Cody James come on cut a couple of my tunes, and this one's on the album, sold like 400,000 records. Mm-hmm. Thank You, Cody. Great cat, too, man. This Gaylor Creek Church, that's a church that I grew up going to over here that's not really the name of the church but everybody at 56 called it that because it was down on galley creek so anyway thank you Cody. my favorite memories some of my first like a sunday night meeting at an old country church sometimes my grandparents they would come and take me to an old country church house down on galley creek we all knew our neighbors Everyone now was friends the preacher worked the timber Like all other men We were baptized by water We were washed in the blood Don't remember much money But I recall lots of love And that church was a long time ago I'm talking distance and years I'm not for certain that I could even Get there from here, but on nights when I'm sober and not blinded by all that I see, my mind washes up at that church on Daver Creek. So many barrooms, so many strangers, women and whiskey, so many dangers. That old honky tonk highway has a wild horse road. Sun has seen enough neon to circle the globe. That church was a long time ago. I'm talking distance and years. I'm not for certain that I can even get there from here. But on nights when I'm sober and not blinded by all that I My mind washes up at that church on Gather Creek.
0: Let's talk a little bit about uh, Arkansas. When people think of Mountain View, Stone County, they think of two things. Jimmy Driftwood and, you know, traditional folk music on the square and stuff. But yeah. people forget you're, you know... Uh, a prolific songwriter that's come from this part of the country. So, what, just what are your feelings about that in general? And I got a couple follow up questions.
3: Well, um, I, I don't know. I mean, you know, plus, Darren, I've you know run up and down the road so much. I've I've made a lot of mistakes, and and if you, you know, if like you know Willie Nelson's cut up a couple of my songs, and uh, again, it's like if something happens, everybody. People tend more to listen or talk about that than they do about one of my songs or something. But I don't know. I, I don't, I'm just a hillbilly singer from Stone County, Arkansas, <laughs> and and been very blessed. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I think it's, you know,
0: you could say, you know, you kind of keep a low profile, and your low profile's on the down low to a certain extent. You know, in that regard, I don't know—is it something that you've done consciously, you know, or that, or you've just rolled with it, and that's the way it is. It's
3: just the way it is, uh, Darren. I come home and and want to ride my motorcycle, and and uh, and I usually ride alone. I just call to wish you happy birthday. Ask about the children. How they are Jesse told me the other day You were happy Said a new guy you've been seeing Has been good to you so far You asked me how I am What I'm doing Been many changes up the towns Hope to see the children soon Tell them daddy loves them My child support's paid up And that's why it counts I'm on the outskirts of Desperate, About a thousand miles from anyone I know Don't know where I'm going But I sure feel where I've been Bare riding by myself into the wind, feeling kind of like a Wayne Williams did, baby, at the end. Girl I'm somewhere in the Alberta Rockies. I'm playing at a tavern on a lake. Tomorrow I'll be moving on to catch a cat, Alaska. I like to settle down, but my roots won't take. I'm on the outskirts of desperate, about a thousand miles from anyone I know. Don't know where I'm going, but a short feel where I've been riding by myself to the wind. Feeling kind of like I ain't baby. At the end. And I usually ride alone, you know, every now and then. Uh, you know, I rode 2,000 Miles, uh, was it last week, I guess? Uh, I had a gig in Indiana and then I had to be in the studio in Nashville and and uh, I'll run around is ride right at two thousand miles, so I like to ride. I guess. Yeah, you do.
0: I want to. Well, let me ask you about that. Maybe we'll get back to the other. But I know why you ride your motorcycle to gigs, because it's fun, and yeah. you get some time to yourself. I bet you've written a lot of songs on uh, your motorcycle.
3: Boy, it it keeps your mind thinking. I mean, you get relaxed and. And uh, it—I don't know—it's just—it's great therapy for Isn't me, it? you know. And of course, we got to pay attention. Can't take your mind off too much after I. Yeah. Somebody was saying uh, the best way to get your head
0: straight's on a Kirby road. Yeah.
3: This silver eagle is our mobile home. Wide lines are our picket fence, our driveway is the road we're traveling on. Sweet dream to us is in a bunk rolling down some interstate. We wouldn't have it any other way. We wouldn't have it any other way. If we knew we'd die tomorrow, well, we'd stay another day. There's always one more song to sing, one more gig to play. We wouldn't have it any other way. Most men our age wear a wedding band. The only strings attached to us are our habits and the guitars in our hands location and the women they keep changing every day we wouldn't have it any other way the only time we're in control is up there need them lights we'll write songs tomorrow about while we live tonight we wouldn't have it any other way we knew we'd die tomorrow well we'd stay One more gig play we wouldn't have it any other way would we dare we wouldn't have it any other way
1: outlaw music singer-songwriter billy don burns singing some more of his original songs we faded in with devil's highway then heard a song about a place not far from here the church at gaylor creek followed by the outskirts of desperate and wouldn't have it any other way Thanks so much for listening to our show. We'll be back next week with more great music from the Ozark Mountains. This is your host, Dave Smith. I'll see you next week.
8: Ozark Highlands Radio is produced by Jeff Glover. Executive producer is Darren Dorton. Additional support for this program comes from Arkansas State Parks, a division of the Arkansas Department of Parks, Heritage, and Tourism, with 52 unique reasons to visit the natural state. On the web at ArkansasStateParks.com the Committee of 100 proudly supporting the Ozark Folk Center State Park since 1974, and by Stone Bank with roots in Mountain View, Arkansas. Stone Bank is a proud supporter of heritage musicians and small towns across America with government-guaranteed loans for farmers, entrepreneurs, and communities. More information available at StoneBank.com. For information on upcoming shows and events, we are on the web at OzarkHighlandsRadio.com. Until next time, I'm Donna Farrar. ¶¶